Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another lovely episode of the Fur Chat. I am your host, Lazy Tail Wolf Ox, bringing you guys this awesome podcast. Do bid a fair bit of warning. This is another rant episode. Um, this is probably going to be the last rant episode of the season. I'm hoping it will be, but there is a lot of like toxicity I need to discuss. So if you're not a fan of toxicity and you don't want to hear this, please, please, please just skip along this episode. I, but I do recommend that you listen to it so I can be able to get my sponsorship uh, annuities from this episode. But other than that, let's go ahead and roll right on into it and get started with the episode. Alrighty guys, so the first rant I need to discuss is, um, this is technically calling out a specific fur, um, for some of the actions that he has done. Um, I hate saying this because I know a lot of you guys are a fan of this guy, and this kind of make this kind of makes me feel bad doing this, like it really does make me feel bad doing it. But um, he is a, of course, a famous furry YouTuber, and we all understand. You know, they're human. They have they have busy schedules and whatnot. Um, I really looked up to this YouTuber. He goes by the name Al the Wolf or Bio Gods. Um, I hate, hate, hate having to talk about him. Especially on this, you know, on this type of level, I really, really just, I, I can't stand doing this, but I have to, because the word needs to get out. Those of you that are a fan of Biogods, uh, listen up. Hear me out as to some of the things that I have seen um, from this, from my past and just by talking to him in general. Um... There is, basically, I spoke to him years and years and years ago. I was just a teenager. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what was going on at the time. Um, and basically, I was just, you know, I was just doing my thing. I was messaging him saying, hi, hello, how are you? Uh, and, you know, I didn't send it to him that many times. I only sent it to him, like, once. Waited a little while, then messaged him again, because then I thought, you know, maybe he might be busy or whatever. He gets, he sadly gets mad at me for no apparent reason. Of course, of course he does block me, of course. And then after that, starts talk. he deleted the po- these posts afterward. But on his Facebook page, he started talking shit about me. Um, and then after that, decided to delete it off of his Facebook page. Um, he did the same thing on his Instagram page and the same thing on his Twitter. But then after that, immediately just deleted them thereafter. Then ended up writing some shit about me on, uh, what was it? Furaffinity.net and being the, being the reason why I kind of left Fur Affinity. Um, but that upon that and then basically... He was caught basically telling another fur, I guess maybe this fur was being toxic to him or whatever, I don't know, basically telling another furry to go take their own life. Um, 
so I I honestly I don't have proof about about the whole part this is just based on what I heard like I hate I hate like I said I hate talking about this but this is just based off of what I've heard from other people um I've heard it from one furry in particular that was uh that's a really close friend that's actually dating my friend uh he's actually in a relationship with my friend um Biogods called out my friend's boyfriend for being gay. Called him out for being gay, and then, of course, does the same thing he did to the other individual, telling them to go take their life. So, this is based on, you know, things I've heard. This is based on things I've heard. Um, I keep asking these people over and over again, please send me proof, please send me proof. Um... So, I'm still waiting on that as of now. That's still coming soon. That, that's still coming. Um, but, like I said, I would personally start to steer clear of Biogods and his YouTube channel and everything else. Um, because it, this isn't just... And this isn't just one report. This isn't just one report I've heard. This is hundreds upon hundreds of reports. We're talking about at least two to three hundred reports from other furries about him saying these things. And I'm to the point where, and he, and I'm going to be honest, he did the same thing to me. I must outright say this. He did, like I, like I explained before, I do have proof. He did the same thing to me. So I'm just going to say steer clear of his channel because um, he's kind of proving himself that he's just in it for the views, just in it for the money, that he's not really in it because he cares about his fans. I was a huge hardcore fan of his. I loved his videos. He was the first furry YouTuber I had ever watched. He and Kale both. But then once I found out how toxic they, those two, both of them really are, I decided I wasn't really going to associate with their YouTube channels anymore. Um... Once I have Kale, I'm not going to call Kale out because he didn't do anything wrong. Um, it was Biogods or Al the Wolf himself that was in the wrong um, coming at me the way he did on Fur Affinity. Um, and then on top of it, telling other furries to go take their life. That's a little bit extreme. Um, so please, please, please just... I, I hate to tell you fans, especially those that are fans of Biogods... Uh, I really hate saying this. I'm not saying this out of, oh, I want the attention, or, oh, I'm just doing it because uh, he's famous or nothing. I'm not. I'm not doing it because of that. I'm saying it for your own personal protection. Um, please, please, please just steer clear of Biogods. Steer clear of his channel. Um, Kale, Kale's all right. Kale's an all right guy. Don't, don't worry, those of you Kale fans out there. Kale's perfectly fine. Um, it's Biogods you need to steer clear from because he's on the more or so toxic side. More or so, I'm just in it to get the YouTube money. I'm just in it to gain the fans. He doesn't really care about his fans. He, in a way, just wants the attention and just is just in it because he wants the money and just wants the fame. So... I do urge you, those of you tuning in on TikTok, those of you tuning in from Instagram or wherever, and if you're a fan of his, please, I hate calling him out, but please, please, please just 
steer clear of him for your own personal safety. Um, I don't want another furry to be told to kill themselves, especially by this particular individual. Um, so please, please, please just uh, steer clear. Um, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and go into the next rant note and... Um, We'll go ahead and and then we'll go ahead and continue on with the rants, clear the rants out, and then boom. Have you ever wanted to make your very own podcast? Have you ever wondered why podcasting is so hard and how you could find an easier way to do so? I'm Lazy Tail Wolfox, the host of the lovely uh, podcast channel called Fur Chat here on Anchor. If, um, I'm here to tell you all things about Anchor, so let's get started. First thing and foremost, it is absolutely free of charge. You do not need to worry about late fees, fees, or any fees whatsoever. Yes, fees, fees, fees. Uh, there is no fees whatsoever. It is absolutely free, free, free. Another thing. There are plenty of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, meaning you can use your built-in microphone or, like I'm doing, a standard-issued stereo mini mic to record your pod- to record your podcast with. And you can easily edit it through mute through their built-in music con- content built into the Anchor app. Another thing to note. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places to come. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. You can also It is also everything you need to make a podcast in one convenient place. To get started, you download the Anchor app for free on Google Play or iOS and go to, or go to anchor.fm on your computer to get started. Alrighty guys, so we're on to the next little rant topic that I need to discuss. Um, the next topic I need to discuss is, it is finally Pride Month. Um, and I do need to rant about Pride Fall, because apparently there's supposed to be doxing going on, and people's addresses being found to people who are being, who are supporting LGBTQ, and those that are in it. Um, so far, none of that has happened yet, and nobody's in danger. But the whole thing about it is it's just outright, utterly ridiculous how far... So I'm just double-checking myself here. Um, it is utterly and just pointlessly ridiculous as to how far haters are willing to go to attack people. Especially people of other backgrounds, like people that are LGBTQ, furries... Um, cosplayers, you name it. Haters are literally just spamming on everybody now. They're not just going after haters, they're now going after cosplayers, uh, people who do cosplay for to make money and to go to conventions and do it. The haters are going after them now. So, furries, us furries, aren't the only ones being doxxed, or aren't the only ones being attacked. They're doxing cosplayers, they're doxing LGBTQ members... People that are in it, people that support it. I support it 100% because I have a friend who is gay. 
Okay, he's in a gay relationship. I have a really close friend I've known for about 12 years that's in a that's in a gay relationship. Um, that is why I support you guys nonetheless. For those of you out there, and we also had a Revolutionary War general that was gay, uh, openly gay, and basically fought for our country. He 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 basically sided with us to fight for our country. So against the British oppressors and King George III. But um. It's just beginning to hurt me as much as it hurts everybody else that LGBTQ people are being just outright doxxed, attacked, and brutally just beaten by these people. Um, there was a recent event. Um, this happened actually here where I live. Um, there was an, a guy who, there was a, uh, it was a, I guess it was a, a she-male or whatever. I, I hate saying it. I guess it was like a femboy or whatever. Uh, I kind of, you know, this guy was my neighbor. You know, he, he's a femboy. He was my neighbor. You know, he's 25 years old. He's my neighbor. You know, I say hi to him every morning. I, you know, I like, he, he's a pretty chill dude. He's actually a really chill dude. Very fun to talk to. Um, and it was just outright sad that he was just literally going, walking home from work one day. He doesn't have a car. He's still trying to save up for a car because he had got kicked out. He had to find a place to live. So he's living in our neighborhood. Uh, he has his own house. He's living in our neighborhood. So he's still working to get a car. Um, he's riding his bike home from work one day. And I guess one of his haters, I guess, were walking down the same street he was on. They found him and they knocked him off his bike and beat the living shit out of him right there on the street. Um, the police came, they arrested the guy, beating him up. Um, I checked on the guy, I asked him, hey, how are you doing, are you okay? Uh, I tended, I helped tend to, I helped tend to his wounds and everything. Um, he, he was just, he was just downright brutally attacked, for no apparent reason whatsoever. All because, all because he's in the LGBT spectrum. Okay? And that really... As an open-minded individual that I am, I'm, I'm a straight man, I'm in a straight relationship, but I'm also a very, very, very highly open-minded individual. And I respect everybody, no matter their background. You know, no matter what relation I have with them, no matter what their background is, whether they're, in, whether they're LGBTQ or not, I respect everyone. I'm a man who 100%, no, 1000%, respects everybody for who they are okay if you i'm a man where if you don't give me any shit i'm not going to give you any shit you know you know that's how i am you don't cause me any problems i don't give you any trouble you know but the minute you start causing me problems yes yeah, sir you and i are going to have a nice talking to man to man you know we're going to have we're going to set our priorities straight man to man we're not going to we're not going to hold bars back you know I'm not going to physically beat the shit out of you. That you know what I mean? I'm not going to do that. Hell no. I'd never do that to anybody. I'm not a fighter. I'm a I'm a peacemaker. I'm a I'm a pacifist. I'm a pacifist, not a fighter. Okay? Uh, the only time I fight somebody is if I am physically being attacked and I have to defend myself. Other than that, and that's where a pocket knife comes in. But other than that, other than that, I see no reason to fight nobody at all whatsoever. I'm a very pacifist person. I'm a very chill person. I'm a very highly open-minded individual, you know, and that's, that's a lot of the strengths about me is I'm very open-minded. I'm high, actually, I'm highly open-minded. 
I'm a I have that ability where everyone deserves respect because I know what it's like to be bullied. Everyone knows what it's like to be bullied and everyone knows what it's like to be the bully. I used to be the bully. I used to be bullied. In high school, uh, I was, you know, I I would date girls on and off sometimes, you know, like typical teenagers would, the whole relationship drama thing in high school. But I learned that that was a bad time because of course, high school drama. I was bullied and called a stalker. I was bullied and called a creep. I was bullied and told to go kill myself. I was told all these things to my face. I've had students at my high school and my old, not my high school I graduated from, not the, uh, not the adult education center I graduated from, but the high school before that. Um, they know who they are. I'm not going to say their name, but, um, I've had, They've even let these students get away with it, too, which even furtherly pissed me off. Um, they cited the deans and everything at my old high school sided with these students and let the students get away with it, which even further pissed me off. But the students would call, basically called me all sorts of shit. They would tell everyone at the school I'm a stalker. They'd tell everybody at the school I was, uh, I was out to get them or that I was going to hurt them in some way. Um... And then they would sit there and they'd just tell all sorts of all sorts of lies just to get attention. You know, it was anything to seek attention. Um, it's kind of what these haters are doing. They're basically on the prowl for anything to seek attention. On TikTok, those of you that are on my TikTok page, I'm going to announce I've reached over 7,000. Yay! I can't wait for my 10,000 special. I'm so excited for that. I just need 3,000 more and boom, I got 10,000. But before all that, um, I, I had just made over, I think it was like 7,015 followers is where I was at. That's exactly where I was at. And I've had a hater basically hate on my stuff, hate on all my videos. And I'd go and tell this guy off. You know, I say, hey, look, man, you can't be doing this. I've done nothing to you. I don't know why you're coming after me. You know, the basic saying, the basic saying, please leave me alone. Right? He then proceeds to tell me how he's hurt. And how he wants to go kill himself. Um, I take it like this. Um, that is basically whenever you get haters like that, don't fall for it. It's just them trying to seek attention from their own insecurities. It's just them trying to basically say that to make you feel bad for them so you can let them continue to hate on you. And it's just, it's just nah, nah, don't do that. But other than that, I've had that happen. You know, I've we've had we've had haters make literally. I've I had a close friend of mine, um, a real close friend of mine by the name Neo the Duchy Angel Dragon. Um, uh, he was a close friend of mine. I'm gonna open up in this podcast. Uh, I hate, you know, it's hard to open up because it's only been a few days, but I'm gonna do it anyway, so you know, you guys can understand who he is and you know the friendship that he and I had for so many years. So I met Neo. Uh, his his real name was Josh, but I met I met Josh um, back in the fourth grade. He and I were just we we didn't know each other, but you know we we, we used to pick on each other all the time. Even when we were before friends, we used to pick on each other all the time. We were assholes to each other, you know. But after it was because really because he he and I at first we didn't see eye to eye with anything. We would work together in groups and we just wouldn't see eye to eye. And then after a little while, you know, towards the end of fourth grade, our 
our friendship began to grow. You know, once we found out we had a lot of things in common with each other that, you know, I mean, I wasn't a furry in fourth grade. He and I didn't know what furries were in fourth grade. Um, he and I both didn't become furries until we were like, I think, he became a furry when he was 14 years old. He tried, he was actually the reason I became part of the fandom in the first place. Um, he and my friend Red Lucario, they were the two people, uh, Red Lucario didn't know who he was, but, and he still doesn't know who he is, but, um, it was, it was Josh and my friend Red Lucario that got me into the fandom in the first place. Um, he was the first, Josh was the first one into it at 14 years old. Then it was my friend Red Lucario at 15 years old. And then after talking to Josh for a little bit, Josh was actually the, he was the main reason I was in the fandom. Josh basically, um, told me how great the fandom is. <sighs> Sorry. Um, he, he's the reason why. He, he said, oh, the fandom's great. Though it has its dark side, the fandom's great. You're going to be well accepted in this community. Because jo Josh understood me. You know, even though we had our ups and downs in the beginning of fourth grade, after a few years, we became so utterly close. It was ridiculous. We ba Just like my friend Red Lucario, uh, he and I became basically brothers. We were basically brothers in the fandom. Just like it was he, Red Lucario, and I... We were all friends. We were all brothers in the furry fandom. Basically, we treated each other like brothers. It was our little trio circle. It was our little trio triangle. All right? When we went to cons and everything, it was our little trio tri triangle. Our little trio triangle. And that, I know and I understand that sounds weird, but don't take it that way. It was our brotherly triangle. We would go in and out of Megaplex. We would go in and out of Anthrocon. Uh, we went to Anthrocon once. He, it was Josh that took me, and this was about two years ago. Uh, this was two years before he passed. Um, but he took me to Anthrocon uh, two years ago, um, and then before he passed, um, before he passed, we went to the Philadelphia Furcon, and this was before the coronavirus. Um, went to Philadelphia Furfest before the. Um, before the uh, whole coronavirus hit. And then after that, um, of course, he started to feel down because of the haters and everything else. And I kept telling him, excuse me, I kept telling him, hey, man, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Please keep your hopes up. I was telling him, you know, it's going to get better. You know, just keep your hopes up. Keep your hopes up. Keep your hopes up. And it was hard because uh, Josh for years has was suffered the same thing I did. He he suffered really really heavy depression and I'm talking so heavy that he and I both had to take medications for it. Not the same medication. I think he uh he took a different medication for it, but I take Zoloft for it. Um but upon the course of his death I was trying to help keep him in line saying look it's going to get better it's going to get better it's going to get better there's a light at the end of the tunnel and all it took was one more hater that was all it took that one final hater to leave that one comment and the comment states this furries do not matter in this world for the following reasons 
hear me out. This is going to... A, they are not part of America in the first place. They didn't fight for our country. And B, if you are a furry, you're not considered an American. And then at the end of that comment, it states, three reasons why you should kill yourself. One, you're a furry. Two, you're not an American if you are a furry. And three, and this is the heartbreaking one, your mom disowns you. That was the third, that was the one that hit him very, very, very hard. The reason why it hit him very hard was because his mother was the one that threw him out. And um, it was a, a year before he got on TikTok, um, his mother threw him out of his own house. And he was basically, he was staying with me for a while. And then he basically was living on his own. He was, he was, he's a few years older than me. Um, he's, he had failed fourth grade at least three times, but he, he's a few years older than me. He was like, I think he was like, yeah, he was 24 when he took his life. He was 24 years old. Um, he was 24 years old the day he took his life. Um, and that part of the comment that said, your mom disowned you, due to his past situation, that was the comment that hit him very, very hard. And that was the comment, that was the line of the comment that drove him to do what he did. Um, do I miss him? Yes. I, give me a second. Trying to say this without crying. I miss him very, very, very much. Like I said, he, he was, he was like a brother to me, a brother that can't be replaced. Just like my friend Red Lucario, he too is a brother to me. And he can't be replaced had something happened to him. It is why, guys... I know this part was long here, but it, it's why I say this, guys. As furries, our goal is to keep the peace and make everybody happy and feel accepted. That was the goal of the fandom in the first place. But after all this... And losing a friend of mine to suicide because Josh and I we met in the fourth grade we came back together on the internet which is why I classified him as an online friend because you know technically we came back we, be, we came back together as friends on the internet through Facebook um, even though we strive to keep the peace we strive to, strive to make everybody feel accepted there are just some people in this world that A, do not deserve to be in the fandom anyway and B just have no life in general other than to bring others down to the extent of ending their own lives um do I miss Joshua? Yes I do I miss the guy I, mi I miss him so damn much like you don't understand but I always have to say, you know, it, I look back at our con photos 
and I go, I remember this. I remember when we did this together. I remember when we went to Megaplex together, and we, we had our own little party in our own hotel room. It wasn't like a crazy party or anything. It was like a silent party. It was one of the silent drinking parties. I uh, brought my PlayStation 3 then, and we just chilled, played PlayStation, you know, kicked, kicked ass on Battlefield 4 or whatever, you know, but it's things like that I remember the most. Little moments like that I remember the most. And that is literally all you can do, is take the little moments and remember them the most. Keep them locked away in your heart. Keep them locked away in your mind. That little safe that you have inside your brain, inside your mind, where all your memories go, that is where you 100% should keep those memories. Am I mad at the haters for what they did? Yes. And I honestly do not know if I'm willing to forgive these people or not. I have not decided on that yet. But right now, it's hard to even consider thinking about that right now. Because I had just lost my, my, uh, my cl the closest thing to a brother. The closest thing to an older brother I'd ever have. I mean, I have an older brother, but I'm talking about friend-wise. The closest thing to an older brother that I'd ever have. And that's what I want these haters to understand. Though they'll never understand, I just want them to understand what would it be like if you lost your little brother right now. If you ha if the haters have siblings, what would it be like had they lost their mom, had they lost their dad, had they lost their grandma, their cousin, their sister, their brother, their auntie, uncle, whoever. Anyone that they may be close to. Whether they're kids or not, I just if they hear if they're hearing this, I, I want I want you guys to understand. How would you feel if one of them took their lives to suicide, all because they were on the internet doing their own thing, being creative and doing their own damn thing, and 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 let's say a hater that you don't even know who's all the way across the world for God's sake in bullshit land. For all we know. How would you feel if that specific person took their own life because of that person today? What is going to be your reaction? What are you going to do from then to support yourself? You know what I mean? Um, but that's it for this session, guys. Um, I will do another segment after this train passes. But until then, I'll see you all in the next one. Adios. Alrighty, guys. So the train has finally passed. So um, I had I had to do it. I'm in my I'm in my uh, I'm in a different room recording right now, and it's not very soundproof, and. This microphone can only go so far as to making something sound resistant, but um, I'm doing what I bet I'm doing what I can with a gaming headset, and I'm doing what I can with what I got. So, um, sorry, excuse me. Um, 
So basically, the final thing I want to talk about before I end the episode is what's going on everywhere else. So lately, we've had what's known as the George Floyd riots. Um, people have been basically attacking uh, local businesses and attacking people over George Floyd's death. And George Floyd was an African American man who was killed in the arrest, in the custody of of white officers. Uh, my my colors, officers of my color. Um, watching the news, after watching the news and watching the reports and everything go on about these officers, um, what the officers did does not correlate at all with the protests. The protests need to be about police brutality, not racism. Um... The police, basically what they did was basically consider police brutality and involuntary manslaughter. So, basically, that's what the police need to basically charge those guys for. Not racism. Okay. Um, The riots need to be more so focused on manslaughter and police brutality. I'm not saying it to start anything those of you rioters listening, I I hear your cries, I understand. Um, What they did was involuntary manslaughter and or murder, um, which I can understand where they were charged for. They were charged for that already. They're behind bars now. They're not going to be released anytime soon. But for people to just outright attack officers, outright attack citizens, and destroy their places of work where they have to literally support, like, work to get the money to feed and support their children is unacceptable. That's not a peaceful protest whatsoever. And I, it has been stated that Donald Trump will be, declaring marsh, will be declaring martial law soon. Basically putting an end to our freedom of speech because of this. So, those of you hearing... Please, please, please try to make the riots a little more peaceful because if they don't become peaceful, martial law is going to be put into effect and we're going to have no more civil rights. All of our American God-given rights are going to be taken. This includes freedom of speech, freedom of everything. That means I won't be able to record this podcast anymore at all because Trump might say, Trump might say, oh, this individual can't record a podcast or podcasting can be illegal in in America now. You know, he could basically, once the martial law goes in effect, he can basically have control over everything. It'll basically be like a monarchy, where the king and queen have control over everything government-wise, or a tyranny, where a tyrant has control over everything political-wise, over everything, over everything right-wise, you know, what our rights will be and everything else. They have control over that. That's what that's going to turn into. Um... And that would also mean that this podcast would basically be shut down off the air because, you know, Anchor Anchor all of a sudden might become illegal to use. Or podcasting, internet podcasting will become illegal in America. And I won't be able to do this and I won't have any other way to support my stuff. YouTubing might become illegal in America. And nobody will be allowed to post YouTube videos anymore. 
you know, all sorts of things. Content creators won't be able to post their art anymore, you know, that or they'll be watched. Um, you know, all the all these little things that we love doing on a day-to-day basis will not be done will not be allowed to be done anymore because our freedom of speech and expression will be taken away. You know what I mean? Furries won't be allowed to go to conventions anymore because Donald Trump might end up saying, when the martial law goes into effect, Donald Trump might say, okay, furry conventions are illegal. They're banned from America and they are illegal. You know, he would basically have that power. And that would be simply if he doesn't like furries. All it would take is, oh, I don't like furries. I don't like the anime otakus. I don't like this, that, or the... I don't like gamers. You know, all it takes is for him to go off like that during this during this quote-unquote martial law that esports programs will be shut down uh which goes into a lot of schools too like uh full, for example full cell university they rely heavily on their esports team to to bring in school funding without their esports team they're not going to have school funding um my esports team my little online esports team space coast wolves will not be able to practice anymore because all it takes is him to say esports is illegal in America or furry conventions are illegal in America anime conventions or comic cons are banned in America um video you know video game conventions are banned everything no more radio no more nothing just imagine how bad that would be how bland America would be at that point how bad that would be you know That's what I'm saying, guys. When you protest, you have the right to protest, but you have to make it peaceful. It's the right to, quote, peaceful protesting, not, quote, violent protesting. You know, you see see where I'm going with this? So when you do a protest, make it peaceful. For Christ's sake, make it peaceful. Doing it the way you're doing it is absolutely unacceptable. Because we might go into martial law because of this, and we have no more freedom. We'll have no more freedom. Uh, we won't be able to do what we want to do and how we're going to be able to enjoy life. I enjoy podcasting for you guys. I enjoy YouTubing and making gaming videos, and I enjoy being a furry. But if martial law goes into effect, I can't have that, or I can't go to... Uh, Megacon or or a local anime convention, you know, because they're banned in America. What am I supposed to do? You know, I mean, what fan? What are fans supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Those fans combined, anime fans, furries, gamers combined. That is about. That makes up about statistic wise. Here are the one. Makes about that makes up a good majority of America. We're talking about forty-five percent of Americans. Forty-five percent combined. All three, all three of these communities combined, make up thirty-five percent of America. Okay, combined. That is why when we do, when we when, that's why I'm asking. We team up when we do these conventions. We make them peaceful. We don't throw things at windows, breaking windows and looting uh, every single business we come across, whether it be GameStop, Walmart, 
Kmart. It don't matter. Destroying businesses and looting businesses is unacceptable. It really is. That's like the whole Hurricane Katrina thing back in 2005 where looters were looting every single business store out there because of, it, was, it was basically a hurricane and nobody was around to stop them. The police were too busy patrolling the areas making sure everybody was safe and inside their homes and inside their shelters out of the storm, you know, like safe from the storm that they got looters sneaking around, busting windows, stealing TVs, electronics, card games, like stupid shit. You know what I mean? So please, 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 when you go out to protest, make your protests as peaceful as possible. Because I don't want I don't want to see America, just like you don't want to see America, go into a downfall of martial law, and we're stuck not having freedom of speech, or all of our freedoms get confiscated by Trump himself. You know what I mean? So, um, anyway, guys, that's it for this podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching, and I'll see you guys again in the next few weeks. Have a great few weeks.